0: Do you want? Do you want to tell Cool Boy Nation why why we're starting fifty minutes late?
1: What's going on with Ballard? It's not like we're releasing this fifty minutes late. No, <laughs> no. But I want. I I feel
0: like everyone should know that you're 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 going through some some changes <sighs> inside your body. Puberty. <laughs> I still. I, I can't believe Taco Bell is responsible. Taco Bell is.
1: Oh no, I don't wanna I don't wanna incite anything. Like it's Taco Bell? I don't know. I don't know where. It's either it's either a violent reaction to hot dogs or and uh bangers and mash.
0: That seems way more likely to have caused the problems than the the T Bell, which is very uh, produced.
1: Or, or could and maybe it has something I may have eaten Oh, from Taco Bell.
0: Well, you seem really... It's about... Uh, characteristically low energy <laughs> tonight. Uncharacteristic, I mean. Uh, I, I, sh- I shit my pants uh, driving back from Burbank, so... Hey. Uh, yeah, I, th- I had a fart. It was a wet fart. I was like, oh, nope, can't fart. Dude. Which is why I'm wearing all comfy clothes, because I had to take off those clothes, because I, I had just, you know, put on new clothes, but then I did the... Uh, I got tanned, you know, so you can, mm. see, you can see the tan line.
1: Wait, how naked are you to get right now? This doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> Your dick's out. Is that dick's not, not out? When my dick's out, you'll know it's out. You'll feel it. You'll you'll be aware. Remember, remember when Nolan was alive and his dick was out and he thinks it wasn't. Miss Nolan. Do you remember when his dick was out?
0: He was always the one who's like, oh, I'm so straight. I'm not going to watch gay porn with you guys. And then we watch gay Horn, He'd be like, everybody shut up. There's ejaculation that's coming. Oh, it's so good. I like watching this. I hate watching gay porn. I'm so straight. Hey, let's all show
1: each uh, other your dicks right now. Let's just pull our dicks out. I'll, do, I'll go first. There's my dick. Yeah, there's it. I didn't show you it. And then he showed it. He showed his whole dick. He had no idea. Wow! (laughs) Or did did he know?
0: You look like you're struggling to to breathe. You're (laughs) looking. I'm sorry. You you, you have the posture of like one of those deformed clones of Ripley in Alien Resurrection.
1: Uh, Oh my God! Am I like uh, Stephen Hawking looking? Kill me! Do you look like Stephen Hawking? It's a little more uh, virility (laughs) than you're currently
0: displaying. All right, let's just get into it. I guess Uh, live from Cool Central. ...and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just young boy. <gasps> ah, So cool. So cool. So cool.
1: I see cool boys.
0: Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to a special installment of the Cool Boys podcast. You know what they say? I've been puking and shitting for the last 24 hours... My shit has blood in it. I'm so lucky. woo yeah.
1: oh, I'm yeah.
0: Grandpa Flick Felk. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a sure good character. As Justin would say, so memorable. Is that a character from Dr. Sleep? Yeah. Is it? It's the giant guy that played Lurch. Oh, I yeah, yeah, him. yeah. I remember him, okay. He's in a bunch of the Flanagan's, Mike Flanagan's movies. He was the Lurch from the very sonnenfeld films right not the cgi movie yeah or or the, the or i don't know maybe it was the lurch in the cgi movie i didn't really check the casting nobody that. saw that movie i saw uh, i saw it in theaters actually because i was <laughs> evacuated and we decided to watch it are you we someone saw it in theaters are you, are you someone I'm so, I'm, no i'm a no one and <laughs> <sighs> this is your point you said I was gonna have to drive this episode.
0: <laughs> you you have written I and I'm Billy Freeman Ballard, and I don't know who
1: uh, uh. Oh, I'm Billy Freeman Ballard. Um oh, that's the uh that's Cliff Curtis's character. Oh, that is? Okay. Chris yeah. Cliff Curtis, you know. You be- he can be Hispanic,
0: what? he can be Arab, he can be uh Yeah, he's what it's great. Native, in some kind of way. He's just th- super yeah, versatile.
1: Yeah, He'd be Indian. Yeah. Egy- egyptian
0: So cool! <laughs> this episode, we will be discussing The Shining Saga! So we will forgo our Cool Boy updates and get right into... Dr. Sleep! And all the fabulous spoilers that it has given us. Ballard just ripped his headphones off and, and, and ran off. He might be, uh... He might be shitting. I guess I can redo Dr. Sleep uh, if he doesn't come back. Anything can happen. Empty chair on Skype. Whatever just happened was significant enough to not warrant telling me what's going on. <laughs> Wasting data bytes. I'm gonna go ahead and stop recording. <sighs> sorry oh you're done
1: i left my phone out here falc sync three two one sink there we go ballard sink three two one sink
0: what just happened
1: <laughs> it's not, i, I should
0: you shat again i shat my- are you
1: too much? This is like
0: your your sickness is way well too way too comedically timed <laughs> to be one hundred percent not performance. Some of this is performance, right? <laughs>
1: no, dude, I'm sweating my fucking ass off here. <laughs> it sounds like you're struggling
0: to fucking breathe. Are you sure you want to record? I can record on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah. This might be a whole, the worst episode we've ever done. I mean, I, 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 I just introduced us uh, um, that we will be doing our. Oh, yeah, do uh, greetings. Greetings. I already did that. I already, already read all that. We, I did all of that. This episode, we'll be discussing the Shining Saga. So we'll forego our cool boy updates and get right Wait, into Dr. Sleep.
1: I never said my name. Did I say my name?
0: Yeah, we discussed that. We we did a little bit about it. We, how you wouldn't say it. And then you, I, I I got urea. You, you said, I'm Billy Freeman Ballard. You said, that's, that's Cliff Curtis. <laughs> And we talked about his ethnicity.
1: I was texting. I was texting earlier.
0: <sighs> no, you're talking to me. <laughs> I'm not sure you should be shouldn't be in a hospital right now. I mean, you you might need medical assistance. You're you're barely able to hold a conversation.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I hit almost debating bringing my laptop in the bathrooms so we can finish this. I'd be fine with that. I mean, like, whatever it takes.
0: Pro- like Captain America said.
1: The problem is, right now in my stomach, it just sells cramping, and it feels like gas. Yeah? Because <laughs> I think my intestines... Oh, I can't. There's nothing left to shit.
0: There's always something.
1: It feels, and I feel like there's something... And I'm trying to push it through, and all I all I'm shitting is like little bits of blood. Really? And it feels like, and when I can push out a little bit of diarrhea. Yeah. It's it feels great, but does it alleviate the pressure right now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have you been to a doctor? That WebMD or something. Yeah. Said like. Like over, t- like over twenty four hours. So tomorrow morning, if I'm not like significantly. Oh god damn! This this is, <laughs> this is this is painful like to watch. I know it's fucking mm-hmm. it, my, my cramping hurts like hell.
0: Looks like you should be on like Normandy Beach right now, with your intestines spill, spilling out, <laughs> based on on the posture and rate of speech and breathing.
1: <laughs> the re uh. Mama. Exactly.
0: I, yeah. I, I've been
1: shitting. <laughs> so the reality is, is being in a chair like this, which is a recliner chair, is nice because like the slightly yeah backwards recline is really is a little bit nicer, easier on the. I guess the gas sitting upright hurts. If I'm not on a toilet, with my asshole spread open, feeling like I'm I can shit any second, like that's not as good. So. It- Lying down in a bed is, like, a guarantee, like, I cannot lie down. I've been out all day. No. And, like, I can't even be in the bed. So I spent a lot today just in the bathtub. Shitting directly into the bathtub? And I just have the shower on. I'm just in the shower, and I run the shower as long as the hot water lasts. Oh, no. And then I have to turn it off. And then I fill up. I fill up as long as I'm in there. I fill up water. And then I use that as the bath water. So it's poop water. No, I don't shit in it yet. Okay. But eventually you do, though. You said yet. <laughs> At some point, I can't
0: help it. Yeah, it just comes out, and then it's shit water, and then you have to turn it off.
1: And then you got to flush it out, and then I got to clean it out. And while I'm cleaning, I'm hunched over, which is good. God. Early on, I was puking. Yeah? Are and you that puking was, too? like, horrible, because, like, I started first on the toilet shitting, see I started watching doctor sleep yeah and
0: like <laughs> I don't know if you can give a, a totally accurate review of the movie in the state you're currently in
1: or how I saw it I saw like an hour of the movie or and like I like I liked I was like I gotta go and so like I, I stopped my wife kept watching it and I ran to the bathroom I'm thinking like I'll get like five minutes of poo in rewind it for the movie five minutes yeah it'd be it'd be fine
0: that's how the filmmakers intended.
1: And then I ended up taking a much longer shit that was like crazy, like diarrhea, like crazy. Like make you crazy. Make you fucking crazy, diarrhea. Make you. And it was just. Make you fucking. All this crazy. dripping everywhere. Like, I think I texted Nolan and Justin as hard. Like, but not me? No, I was on a separate thread, sorry. You don't like Pooh's conversations.
0: No, I just don't like pictures of it. I just don't like pictures. No one Uh, takes too many pictures.
1: I should have done it on the all cool boys chat channel one. Anyways,
0: there's a huge difference between text or verbal. Talking about shit stories is fine with me. A dead baby joke can be really funny, but you don't want to see a picture of a dead baby. That's horrible.
1: Yeah. Speaking of dead babies, Dr. Sleep. Um, Yeah, so uh, very true. I actually have a poo thread with Nolan and uh, our buddy Pease, and uh, oh, yeah. we actually we actually sent photos of our poo on that. This is like, I wasn't such fan, I couldn't even send him photos. No, I
0: imagine you couldn't.
1: So, it wasn't even like a joke, like usually those are like joke photos. This wasn't even like a joke.
0: No, none of this seems funny. I mean, it's funny, but so, I, I'm not gonna... I'll let the fun the comedy be like after the fact, because it's, so far this is the episode.
1: So I, uh... Ballard dies... <laughs> I'm shitting. Oh yeah, I'm texting like things like, rectum, my rect. Oh no, I, uh, my taint is rectumed. would oh. uh, No. Rectum. I'm dripping diarrhea all over my balls. Yeah, they're killed them. Nolan's texting things like, you know, that's the secret. I'm always diarrheing, which is yeah. like great Avengers. And then like, I'm like, and like, oh no. And then I'm shitting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And. I start feeling like this blockage, and this blockage feels like this huge mushroom in my asshole, and I can't get it out.
0: You might have, yeah, you might you might have uh, an impacted colon.
1: I've had that. So, so it starts to stir my stomach. This is last. This is last night. Yeah. So I start to stir my stomach, and like I, I puke into the bathtub next to my toilet i just start puking into it Ooh. and then i get to a point where like i gotta get in this bathtub and i've done this before and you just get in the bathtub and i start puking just puke everywhere and i'm and i'm i'm like crawling and puke or whatever i'm in all fours of puke and like i'm puking everywhere all over the fucking drain and like i'm start just like fucking like shitting all of a sudden because like I finally popped that fucking mushroom out and It's just like shit all over my feet and my fucking ankles and calves again and like I've done this before it's disgusting it's warm it's oozy yeah this is what people just like time to shower and I, I shit and I'm shitting just like all this like crap like all this fucking just brown orange brown crap yeah And it's just like almost like a milkshake. There's like brings all the boys to the yard. No discernible like chunk to it. And when I'm puking, I'm puking up hot dogs and bratwurst.
0: Have you eaten anything in the last 24 hours since the hot dogs?
1: Oh, I can't eat anything. No. So I stopped puking. That's why
0: you're going to have dropped a few pounds by the end of this.
1: Oh, dude, I have at least I've lost at least fucking 10 pounds.
0: I don't think that's possible, but uh, it's usually like two or three pounds.
1: So, I turn the shower on, and I'm pushing the hot dogs so I can through the drain, and I'm picking the ones up I can, and I'm putting them in the toilet next to me, and I'm flushing the toilet, and I'm trying to clean up around the toilet.
0: Oh, this is like a Craig Zoller movie. It's very violent imagery. <laughs>
1: Wait, is that the Enter the Void guy?
0: No, that's the the Don Tomahawk and Sublock 99 guy.
1: I love that guy. Anyway, so I stopped... Watching the movie, I couldn't watch the movie. I couldn't sleep. I stayed up all night. I couldn't watch anything. I couldn't watch anything serious. I couldn't watch Doctor Sleep. I put on some fucking Disney Plus thing about like Timothy Mc Mc McLigh, McAccidents and all the mistakes and shit. I don't know. It's oh yeah, like,
0: well, I I saw that. I keep getting the trailer for that uh, on YouTube. Timothy something. Timothy. Oh dude,
1: I'm in and out watching this is about some kid with a make believe polar bear, and I'm like, it's the guy that looks like Chris Pratt but isn't Chris Pratt plays. And is it Zoe? Deschanel's the mom. I don't think so.
0: Tim- Timmy failure. Mistakes were made.
1: Yeah, and you... his friend is looks like the boy from Good Boys. By the way. Uh, Jacob Tremblay's in this movie, Dr. Sleep, too. He's also in Good Boys. Yeah. So I can't even get to Dr. Sleep early. Okay. And here's the thing. We got to Dr. Sleep because on Sunday, I was like, what should we do? And you were like, Dr. Sleep. And I'm like, that's a good idea. And so you are like, oh, I'm watching it. And I'm like, great. You're not let's getting to w- a fucking it. theater in this condition. And then... I'm like before I watched Doctor Sleep when I was actually healthy. I was like, instead, I'm going to rewatch The Shining because I never seen the HD one. Mm. I've seen it only in standard definition, which is full screen, which is not the same, the same aspect ratio. And The HD one essentially is the full screen punched in. So I was like, I'll do the HD. I've never done it. Yeah. So I watched that instead. It was awesome. So awesome. I re I love rewatching The Shining. Did you manage to get through Doctor Sleep? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not in one sitting. Not in one sitting. Not in one sitting. So then, so then I watch All Shining, and the next day it's President's Day. Yeah. I'm thinking, great, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta, Happy
0: birthday, Washington! Head off to a
1: barbecue. Let's take the, take the family to a barbecue. Live in barbecue country. So we take. So it's the day we get ready to go to barbecue country. That's when I'm driving to the barbecue, friends' barbecue party. And I said, I need back a backup burrito. So I stop at Taco Bell to get back a backup burrito because you never know how much food you might get if you're not going to get enough food. Get back a backup burger, get back a backup burrito. <laughs> I don't think that that's a
0: thing, but sure, I understand the logic behind it.
1: So I get back a backup burrito, I just do the bean and cheese. I oh, know. I think this time I did burrito supreme because I had sour cream and tomatoes. Actually, mm-hmm. that keeps for, for, for thirty minutes. I left it in the car for like maybe twenty minutes Topsville, like, Honestly, well, I didn't that's eat prob- it right away. I didn't eat it right away because we then we stopped at Starbucks. You're you're pushing
0: it. You, I mean, sour cream for Taco Bell. You got to eat pretty much immediately. It does not keep.
1: I wish I, be, I wish you were there.
0: Well. <laughs> I wish I could have been there too to prevent this happening to you. It's it sounds miserable.
1: So then go to the barbecue, and I don't like anything but hot dogs. And yeah, if you had eaten like,
0: chicken, then I'd be like, oh, it's obviously the barbecue chicken because nobody ever barbecues their chicken right. But
1: right, and then I
0: But hot dogs you don't have, you can eat them raw. Right, I ate like four
1: or something like that. It's normal. I I did. Three with buns, one no bun. And. So you just swallowed the fucking full hot dog? Just sucked it down? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Homer doesn't, yeah, Homer doesn't chew. He swallows like a duck. So I, uh, I just like, then I didn't eat anything else there. Okay. And then I went home. And then we had mashed potatoes. And oh no, I had mashed potatoes and bangers, bangers and mash. And that's when I watched Dr. Sleep. But
0: you, 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 so the, the, it hadn't started yet?
1: You didn't eat bangers and mash while you had food poisoning, did you? No, no. Okay. Then I watched Dr. Sleep. Okay. And oh no, and then there was mint chocolate chip ice cream for Dr. Sleep. So I sat down on the couch with mint chocolate chip ice cream, huge bowl, and I get halfway through it. And then I'm just like, I feel this fart. So I handed the a bowl of ice cream. to My wife, I'm like, Hey, you can have the rest like all nice, but really I just can't eat anymore. Cause I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get lactose intolerant, which I kind of am okay. and then I just fart really hard all over her feet. And she like gives me that look like, mm. and I'm just like, sorry. And I know right then, like, I'm like, she's not gonna run my feet tonight. And, and I'm still at this point thinking like, I'm going to watch the movie. Yeah. And then like maybe 15 minutes goes by the movie and I'm just feeling this whole turn in my stomach. And that's when I'm almost like, oh, shit, I got to go. I got to go to potty real quick. And I really think it's just going to be lactose blast where I'm just like blowing out everything because I just overloaded it with cream from the mashed potatoes. You feel normal after it. Yeah. And I I overload mashed potato cream and I overload it with the. Lacte, uh, lacte, the cafe lacte, and then like the, and then the ice cream. I'm just like, oh yeah, just lactose. And it's and I and I don't know I honestly. So, Falk, answered your question earlier. I literally don't know. And as the today's progressed, I, what was my
0: question? <laughs> what question are you responding to?
1: I think you asked me earlier, what caused it. Oh yeah.
0: Well, when did it start? You saying it was during the ice cream after. A day of uh, four hot dogs plus a backup burrito, and then bangers and mash at night. Which I mean, yeah, of course. Like, wait, wait, you you might as well say, and then I ate a bowl of broken glass. I don't know what's wrong with my stomach right now. That's it's horrible food for you.
1: Uh, Is because but when so you when, are when people you're, you're comparing me to a human to at least someone that like yeah I I used to eat Baja Fresh daily. I know. Okay, that's like, that's the worst thing you can put in your body. <laughs> it is,
0: especially the case of the is. It's grease. It's, you're seizing a big bowl of
1: grease. <sighs> I d- See, I have similar problems. I've had problems in the past with French food because it's so much butter, yeah. dairy, creams. But this had the mushroom poop that would not poop. Hmm. And that's what did it. And I felt poisoned when it was in me. But now... Now it feels like the same thing. For the last 24 hours, like I'm trying to shit out this mushroom poo. Yeah. And I shit blood in the diarrhea. Okay. And around the stool. Okay. I'm starting to get stools as the days going on but I I still get some diarrhea. But the stool is so sad and pathetic. It's like so wet. Okay, I think we <laughs> covered it's nowhere near the sides of like a dog shit. Like I have We should probably move on to the And the movie corgis I call like this is how I measure dog shit. Like, I call it fingers. Okay. And I'm, like... And so, sort of like, my wife and I are asking questions about the health of the dog. It's, like, a lot of... It's answered by, like, their poo. So, I'll be, like... I'll be, like... She'll be, like, how is the poo after, like, a bad, you know, whatever. Yeah. Tummy trouble with the dog. i am like, oh, you know, you got, like, maybe a half a finger. And, like, think of it as your own finger. And just think of, like, half of your own finger. And, be like, that's the size of the poo. And, I'm like, oh, that's not good because, like... yeah. You're like, no, your dog is like you like, at least my dog is like two fingers. Now, if you got a bigger dog, maybe you're thinking in dongs, and then you're like, Oh, I got two dongs, half a dong, you know, whatever it is. It's like whatever works for you and your dog. Gibberish. Maybe like if you have like a chihuahua, you're thinking in toes. You're like, I got three toes.
0: No idea what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking fingers and like I'm shitting like half a finger. And it's just like pathetic and there's blood. And so I'm looking up like blood and stool versus blood and diarrhea. And I'm like, I know things like if there's blood in the diarrhea, that's okay. And I'm like, I'm confirming this and reaffirming this. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but the thing with the stool is if it's black, then, you know, your poo, your poo is blood in it. Cause that means you're bleeding in your stomach. I'm, Cause I'm worried to have an ulcer. What is this? Do you? No, I don't think so. I mean, the reality is if this goes on another day, I have to go to the doctor.
0: You should probably already be at the doctor currently. Okay. Well, let's try to actually review this movie if we can. uh, Unless you just kind of want this to be the episode.
1: Well, it's like 24 hours right now. Yeah. Right? So... So I finally I finally got through the day today. Yeah. Took a took a took a sick day from work. It's probably for the best. I had to clean the rug in the bathroom. So good. <clears throat> I think I've gone through three rolls of toilet paper.
0: Just throw out the rug. They're like fifteen dollars.
1: I'm probably gonna have to at least wash the shower curtain a few times God but the you might have coronavirus. you know the common cold is the coronavirus
0: yeah it's well it's, you're, talk,
1: you're, you're talking to covid 19
0: okay I don't know who that I is. I don't
1: have that okay but the good news yeah the silver lining. Is I'm drinking tea now, and you gotta stay hydrated. I had one of the, my kids' lunchbox apple sauces. Okay. And I finished Doctor Sleep.
0: Good. We we're gonna discuss it.
1: <laughs> so greetings, greetings,
0: Cowboy Nation. I already did that part. I we, we've done it. I did it twice actually. No, now I'm.
1: I'm uh, you're Billy Freeman Felk. Yes, no. Uh, and I'm Billy Freeman Balor.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm gonna announce spoilers. So cool spoilers from here on out for Doctor Sleep and The Shining. It's time for
1: spoilers. So juicy.
0: And now we do a quick cool boy rating of the past films in the franchise. Ballard, how many boys do you give The Shining? I give it five out of five boys. I think it's awesome.
1: Having rewatched it on Sunday. Yeah. When I was healthy. Yeah. Virile. Young man. Yeah. Not on my deathbed in any way.
0: Yeah. You probably
1: liked it. I loved it. Okay. And I said to my wife, because she hadn't seen it in maybe 20 years. I'd seen it maybe... More recent than that. Eight, eight years, nine years ago. Okay. I think I watched it last in LA. And uh, and I saw it for the first time in HD. That's the way I see it. I've seen it in HD. So HD's not the full frame, right? So the aspect ratio when Kubrick released it, he released it like Close to one eighty five, but it wasn't. You can't and then convey he really the same sh- amount of
0: information you normally try to convey about things at this speed. It well, it, you're at like you're at like point two five normal Ballard speed right now. I don't, uh,
1: <laughs> you, uh, you, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a four hour episode. I know. So. He um, don't interrupt. Don't I don't interrupt. know if I have four more hours of you. You might be dead by I'm Try to get don't one last episode me. out of the podcast. You was I talking about? You were talking about how you saw it in HD for the first time. I saw it for HD first time, and uh, one of the things Kubrick did when he released it, he released it in something similar to sixteen by nine, but not. And then he released it in VHS and then that version was I think ported to D V D and when they ported it it's full screen which was like a like a one thirty three to one. So pretty close to square. Like more than one forty eight if I'm not mistaken. Yeah it's T V aspect ratio. S D everybody is one three one to one. So I think what that is is that must have been like negative transfer because there's so much more information in the picture uh, looking at a uh, there's so much more bottom and top of frame in the dvd version so that's how i've always seen the movie so the first time i think i saw it, what kubrick intended yeah which was cropping out chandeliers and lots of people's feet practically i guess it's really what it is in the end but i uh, i knew the movie that way Forever. And this weird framing, which felt very Kubrickian, like Barry Lindian or something. Or Barry Lyndon. Uh-huh. And uh, so anyways, or a uh, or, uh, Phil metal jacket. Anyways, seen in HD, loved it. Wife saw it first time in 20 years, loved it. But then I was like, babe, do you see how impactful this movie is on modern day horror? She's like, seriously, it really is. I was like, yeah, it is. It really fucking is. Like the music, the cuts, especially when they cut to like Tuesday, Wednesday, 8 AM. You know, when they when they when they do the long shots, the really long shots and all the violins and and even the score is so iconic yet been and immortal. But it's also been immortalized in all these other like scores that are it's kind of like uh taking the uh, Yeah, you didn't
0: recognize the score when i put it in the podcast I no i weird. did
1: because it's so common-esque now plus it's been used in pop culture to death blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just see. such a great fucking score it's like so fucking good in the in the helicopter shots and the shots of the hallways And the shots of the fucking exteriors of the to that score in The Shining, it's amazing. I don't know if I've given it to my boys. I don't want to get into 1917 where I give my boys 45 fucking minutes into it. I love The Shining. Five out of five boys. I had two introductory horror films, I think, in my life that I would say, like, really horror. Or to the horror that I enjoy today. I saw, like, some kind of, like, haunting on Hill House, but it wasn't that. It was, like, The Hill on Haunted House. From the 30s. Yeah. Um, I'd seen some other shit my dad uh, had put on. But mostly, the most impactful, iconic horror films I saw as a kid was Halloween and The Shining. I think I talk about this in our 31 Days of Horror episode with Dorne. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Shining's five out of five boys. I love watching it. And rewatching it now as a father was such a different experience because there's so many times... Where I've literally been a dick, like Jack Torrance is. Where I've been like, you see I'm working. You know, if you see me tapping away on this computer right here, means I'm fucking working. No, I'm never like a dickhead like that. And there's moments like where like, you know, I'm like, son, I love you. You know I love you, right? But like, (laughs) none of it's horrific. It's the way Jack portrays it. He says all these very common, idiocentric. that's not the right word, maybe it is. He says all these things and like these iconoclastic that's probably the right word. He says all these iconoclastic like like idioms, you know, as a father and and like listening to though Jack Nicholson, who at in no way was a father at that point. and the only thing he cared about was like, hey, Roman. Do you want to go to your jacuzzi and maybe do some fucking drugs? You know, allegedly. Like, I, no, I that was confirmed. That's all, that's all Jack Nicholson wanted to do, probably, was kick it with Roman Polanski. Not for the reasons maybe Roman allegedly, uh, uh, allegedly, unallegedly, whatever the fuck. No, Nicholson was in on it. It was in Nicholson's tub. Is jacuzzi hot tub. He knew it was up. Too hot in the hot tub. Gonna burn yourself. Alright, so you, you gave
0: The shiny I, which I said I, five stars, oh, five boys, I think it's awesome.
1: The cinematography also to this day, I think has also been very much a huge influence on uh, modern horror, as well as modern uh, drama. I think you can see a lot with Ari Oster, Mike Flanagan, uh, a lot of those type of directors, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, you know... Their own viewing and their own attachment to, The Shining, and and it's and it's transcending into their own work. Yes, uh, especially obviously with things like I think Midsummer. To be honest, yeah, Midsummer
0: definitely has a Kubrick uh, style to it, and everything's bright and colorful. Kubrick. That's that's one thing that the Shining stands out is that it's not dark and gritty like a Saw. Uh, it's uh, all the colors are there, which is which makes it more disturbing to see it all the daylight all, or you know bright lighting. All right, can we try to uh now rate uh Doctor Sleep, which I watched in just one sitting on my home theater. Wait, like a regular movie. <laughs> Wait.
1: Yeah? Did you ever see the Jim Carrey deep fake of Jack Nicholson? Yeah.
0: Freak out? It, it Well, it, it works because their faces are kind of similar in their el- elasticity and cartoonishness. Yeah. Deepfakes only really work when the faces are similar. Okay, tr- uh, for Doctor Sleep, I'm going to give it three and a half boys. Oh, yeah, nice. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I-, I thought it was one of the better X-Men movies. It didn't really remind me of The Shining until the end. Was it The Shining? It, it reminded Wait, me of...
1: You still was the better X Men movie. Yeah,
0: I, it felt like an X Men movie to me. The entire until until the end, the entire film, uh, like the different types of powers. I'm a pusher. I'm a vampire. I've got the shining. There's all these like different like oh, yeah. supernatural oh, yeah. powers and uh, it's in
1: looker they said look her and i was like, and oh, pusher,
0: yeah. and pusher, uh yeah and uh just like when when rebecca ferguson is uh floating through the air but only in her mind and going through cabinets that's all fucking professor x shit you uh, know
1: what this felt like it felt like it could be like if you could add this in the shining and and merge it with uh unbreakable glass and split well, yeah, I mean, I
0: I felt even more X Meny just because like breakable glass and split. That's all. That's all very subtle powers. Where these were much more mutant powers, and the part where they're like fighting in the fucking woods and uh, Abra's like not really there, but just projecting herself and like that stuff's like tricks. And there's all these tricks going on. And like if they were even it even felt like they were in the Fox Forest where. Every single X Men movie concludes, including Logan recently. Uh, so it, yeah, it just, but that
1: wasn't that wasn't that was uh, Warner Brothers, and I don't remember the production company who did this. No, no,
0: it, it, the Fox Forest isn't owned by 20th Century Fox. It's just a common shooting location, and I don't know I if this was, was used there. I thought it used to be at least. Uh, I don't think they, they. I don't think you can. Well, I guess you can't own a forest, but no, uh,
1: they do, and they and and like, or I don't know, if they do, but like you can. And like, and I and or or at least, you you can own a forest. I've seen it, but also <laughs> the the uh the state can also like allow it to be, you know, licensed and yeah, licensed. rented. Now, however, I think the Fox Forest is technically in Canada.
0: I just well, it's in Alberta. Yeah, it's in uh, British Columbia. It's in it's right, outside so of. So I
1: don't actually know how that works in Canada, but I'm. Well, I, I mean, no. My point is the, the States, fact that the, the movie ends a in a people who own forests the, or the, sections of woods.
0: I was just saying that because the movie ends in a forest uh, or has a climactic battle in a forest uh, was reminiscent. Uh, even uh, one of the many things that made me think of this as, as an X Men movie, and then at the end, of course, it, it just becomes um, the Shining sequel that it was sold as. It, it really is like the last thirty minutes where it, it, it feels like this is a directly. Uh, as a sequel to The Shining and up to that point right. I enjoyed it but I, I when, it, when it started becoming a Shining movie I liked it as that too I feel like the whole movie had been like hey remember this scene remember this shot from The Shining it would have grown old so I like the new stuff and I like the way it used old stuff uh, I didn't love it, it, it ha- a lot of it felt um, some of the framing felt cheap uh, Mike Flanagan has done a lot for Netflix and this kind of felt like a Netflix movie or a Netflix show, uh, especially in its, its framing and, and stuff, but uh, and its pace. Uh, you watched the theatrical. Obviously, you could not have made it through those extra thirty minutes of the director's cut while you were dying. Thankfully, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, today. Thank God. At two and a half hours,
0: and the, the, the uh, theatrical cut was still a bit long in the tooth, but there was stuff, stuff that could have been taken out. But you know, I, I liked it. I liked how fucking fucked up and dark it was, because uh, The Shining is about like alcoholism and child abuse and, and really dark themes with the horror story on top of that. So for the movie to start with Danny is uh, in 2011 as a as a drunk and in a bar, gets in fights and. Does coke with some whore who he steals from, and and then I guess it's later implied that she dies, uh, and, and the baby dies too. <laughs> that's so hardcore. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that, that's uh, that's Stephen King. You know, that's that's keeping the the stakes fucked up, and uh, this movie kept that. And uh, how did you feel about the villain? How did you feel about Rebecca Ferguson?
1: Well, wait. Oh,
0: you have other things. So to say in
1: maybe. the Shining, yeah. The villain is the uh, hotel. Yeah, there's no... Well, and Jack. No, well, it's the hotel. Wait, so... The Shining is all about how you interpret... Narratively. How you interpret the uh, the movie. Now, I don't want to talk about Room 237... The documentary. No, it's not even mention it. Is The Shining about the lunar Apollo 11 and all that shit? It's not. Is uh, is The Shining about the plight of the Native American and the slaughter? No, Kubrick didn't care about them at all. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, like, wait, what was I talking about?
0: Room 237 and how you're not going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'm not talking about that. So, yeah. So, as a kid, I watched the movie. Right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, at the end of the movie, I see Jack in the photo. And I hear them saying things like, you were always the caretaker, right? That's what the Grady dad says. Yep. Daddy Grady. And he's like, he's like, you're always the caretaker. And then at the very end, you see Jack's in the photo as if he was always there. As an older gentleman, myself, and I've read and obviously know that people think and thought that, like, oh, was he always there? Is this a story about a man that was.
0: No, I think it's a ghost destined, time. Is cyclical. Or is this a
1: story about a man that is a ghost himself or whatever? See, I read it as a kid and I like to still read it today, or translate it, I should say, mm-hmm. as he was finally enveloped. He was finally engulfed by the hotel, and that's when he's in the photo. When he shows up in the photo is when the hotel finally owns his soul entirely. Yeah, and the,
0: the ghost world exists outside of time, so to them, he's always been the caretaker.
1: Right, okay, good. Okay, interesting. So that's how I kind of read it as a kid, and that's how I read it now. As a kid, I did not read the bear as a bear that was sucking off the dude, I read that as a dog or a wolf, I think, mostly a wolf that was sucking off a dude. I didn't realize that was supposed to be a bear sucking off the dude, which is supposed to tie back into Danny's. Berry. I don't think
0: whether it's a bear or uh, oh, is that why it's, it's significant a it's a bear?
1: It's it's a bear because apparently Danny's teddy bear, and that's the connection to Danny's teddy bear. So the childlike innocence of the teddy bear that Danny holds, and the childlike innocence then thrust upon the bear, the dude in the bear costume. <laughs> and the dude that's innocent apparently, like a child sucking dick off of the other guy is supposed to reference Danny may have been sexually assaulted by his dad, Jack.
0: Because nowadays, blowing another dude in a bear costume is not some disturbing or dark or sinister image. It's it's something many, many
1: people have done on
0: Gay (laughs) Porthub.
1: Yeah, and what we know now is that like Stanley Kubrick probably went to a furry party and saw that shit and thought no. this would make great movie like imagery, and nobody will really know what it is except those in the know, and those in the know will keep shut because they're not going to say anything. And and then in the end, it's like 30, 40 years later, we're like, oh, okay,
0: Kubrick clearly either went to or knew people who went to sex orgies, and they were secret and uh,
1: eyes wide shut, right? Yeah, yeah, and my
0: and my problem is now like in, in this. And this post uh, hookup culture, sexual revolution, you know, days, it's like none of that's really that shocking. Like the fucking orgy yeah. they go to it, it, it in uh, Eyes Wide Shut is like, wh- what's wrong? All this seems fine to me. Like wh- what's what's the sinister dark fucking overtones that they have to keep it secret and maybe get maybe OD that one hooker because she talked too much. And, and it's like, what's the big deal? Like, y- yeah, that shit happens all the fucking time.
1: Yeah, well Doctor Sleep, right? That uh one uh addict ODs, right? And then she dies and then he leaves her son there with the bag of chips, hoping that either she'll wake up or someone'll find her the baby.
0: Yeah, but she obviously was still dead and the baby starves to death.
1: Yeah, it's a really sad scene that kinda sucked to watch.
0: Well, Mike Flanagan's known for his dark dark shit too. I mean he, he's he does yeah. that. He goes there haunting on a hill house right well and uh and uh what what's the movie with the Carl like did you know
1: oh gerald's uh gerald's game, game. gerald's game. Gerald's game. game gerald's game uh yeah that that
0: movie uh i haven't seen that movie but uh i know what it awesome. I, I i mean i figured out what happens in it basically based on people saying it's it's oh it's disgusting and, and gross and it's like well i know that her the whole thing is you're she's <laughs> she's got a, her hand handcuffed so obviously you Put two and two together and figure out what goes on there, and I'm like, yeah, that's gross. And there's a little bit of that in in Doctor Sleep because uh, uh, Rose the Hat gets her her hand like not degloved, but like a lot of skin is pulled off of it uh through, yeah, uh, through telepathy.
1: Oh wait, I forgot. Is that is that called degloved?
0: Degloving is when you ha- remove the hand, move the skin off your hand, and it's just muscle. Uh, that overgrown. sounds right. Yeah, that's called degloving. It's a medical oh, term.
1: Oh, dude, that's so. Fucked up, yeah. Well, it, it, but the, with skin grafts,
0: they can save the hand, uh, it, so but uh, oh, dude, a-
1: what do you call it when it, it's in like uh, their uh, we were soldiers, and when they like the dude's napalmed and they grab him by the ankle or his calves to lift him up, and it's just like chicken skin, they just pull all his. Skin off, and it's just all this. That's just like muscle.
0: That's just extreme. Whatever fourth degree burns or that fifth degree de-socking. burns. de-socking. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it might just still be de-gloving.
1: Well, hang on, just real quick. Let's get back to. Just um, sleep for a second here. I uh, want to just mention that while we're talking about Mike Flanagan, it kind of as a whole before maybe we get more into the plot and like characters. Yeah, I think he had this incredibly daunting task and I don't know if he took it on or if this is one of those do one for us. And then you will let you do one for you. And he's doing one for them kind of, because he
0: seems like a director for hire who gets attached to a lot of Stephen King. things.
1: I feel like the Haunting on a Hill house was his like something for him. I feel like Gerald's game was something he wanted to do that. He had passion for, I think he probably loved The Shining and was wanting to do something in that ballpark. But my guess is that this felt in a lot of ways like a cinematic version of The Haunting of Hill House. Except I wasn't watching this movie going, oh, how many ghosts do I see in the background? Like in this movie, I was just kind of going with it. And also it was in sections of 15 minutes while I was shitting and not shitting. Did you give your boys for this? Oh, have I not?
0: No, I don't think you have.
1: Uh, three out of five boys. So just a little oh, under you. Okay. But I, I. But that's essentially this. That's a good. That's a good rating for me. So. Yeah. Um, so I thought Mike Flanagan... I don't know if he chose to do this, or if Warner Bros. was like, "We need you to do a Stephen King movie because Stephen King's so so hot right now." Yeah. And. Um, if you do this, we'll let you do something else later. We'll see because if he does something else that seems a little bit more individualistic and original, then we know that's for him. But anyways, that being said, uh, I I like what he did with it. And I think he had a, this horribly Sisyphean task of pushing a rock up the hill, right, of, of this f- a fandom and he had to make a sequel to eh. apparently not only a, cl- a classic novel. I've never read the novel. I have it. I read it. And a classic film. And he does apparently like make a movie that honors the original Shining novel, but also honors uh, people who've only seen the Shining Kubrick film and only know of that. And. Yeah, for me, it works it was,
0: better as a sequel to the film than it does. As, it
1: is, and for me, I cinematically know obviously the Kubrickian film. I've talked about already, a bunch, but uh, I, um, I also know uh, a little bit about the novel just because I know about the Kubrick-approved uh, movie special.
0: I've seen it; it's terrible.
1: Right, we've seen it. It's like it was like two or three nights and uh i think we six hours about, yeah it's, it's over three nights a little bit right in our it chapter two i can't remember yeah it's terrible we did, we did yeah right okay all right um so uh that being said i need to go for a second i'll be right back all
0: right. yeah 50 50 shot i'm coming back here
1: happened two droplets of blood buck 50 maybe buck five
0: huh. freedom costs a buck of five all right. all right let's go let's talk about the so true knots but what where, you, how, where do you want to get back to i don't remember what we're talking about i don't know what do you think about the? Uh, all right, the, vil- the, the so the the way this was pitched a long time ago when Stephen King was writing the book, apparently, it was just like it's oh yeah, Danny from The Shining grows up and he fights vampires, and that's who kind of- did he see?
1: Who did he see was the uh, Danny growing up? What do you mean? Did he ever have an idea? Uh, did King ever have an idea of casting? Yeah,
0: not that I know of, not that I know of, but I loved Ewan.
1: He usually has an idea, right?
0: But I thought Ewan was great. I, it, a, it was good to have Ewan McGregor back in like the lead of a movie. Uh, it feels like it's been a little bit of time there because uh, you McGregor McGregor's great. Did you great.
1: miss fishing in uh, Tuskegee or whatever it was called? Uh, fishing
0: in, uh, salmon fishing in Yemen. Yeah. No, I didn't see that movie, and that's uh, Tom uh, Hanks, isn't it? No, no, that's Ewan. Oh, that's hologram for the king is Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I haven't seen Ewan McGregor in a while, and and just having him in a movie where he's got powers,
1: that feels good. I think the tea. I think my tea is too strong.
0: I think you need to go to a, a doctor.
1: I'll probably do that tomorrow morning. I'll take another sick day. But I think my tea, because.
0: Kind of tea isn't
1: When I was on a trip to Vancouver Yeah a few years back, uh almost ten years ago. Yeah. Actually, over just over. It's not important how long ago it was. Uh woke up one morning, cool boy Steve, cool boy Andy. Oh, and I just drank some tea. Yeah. And then we walked around the Avenue of Giants. And I just puked all over this redwood tree. This fucking majestic fucking tree.
0: That's okay. Puke, they've all been puked on. That's part of what nature.
1: And it was just, I think it was the tea. I needed to not steep my tea so much. Okay. I don't. But the trick is to take the bag out early, I think.
0: I don't think the tea is what's causing your problems right now.
1: We but about- I can finally. I've been drinking lots of uh, Gatorade, and PD. I switched to PD light tonight. Actually, this, this morning it was. Babe, can you get Gatorade? But today was, or no, this evening was. Babe, I need PD light. By the way, I think they're marketing Pedialyte now more. Yeah, it's more to athletes and, and adults. No. And alcoholics. Yeah. They're giving P. They. They're slightly marketing it towards like, hey, hungover. Yeah. Pedialyte, fix it.
0: Well, anyone who's dehydrated, which you definitely are right now.
1: I'm thinking I'm gonna try it next time I go uh, drinking, and I feel like crap the next day.
0: I've done it after I've had horrible diarrhea. Tell me more. That's about it. I mean, it doesn't. I, I don't know if it really helped. It, it tasted horrible. It tasted just like uh, goo.
1: <laughs> Your
0: diarrhea tasted like goo. No, the Pedialyte did.
1: Oh yeah, no. T- Pedialyte tastes like the worst flavored salt water.
0: Yeah, it's all. It's very salty.
1: Oh, I earlier I got red something and red other something flavored. And I was just like, just <laughs> pound through it. So I was just like working at like a third of a bottle every like 15 minutes out of that like last 90 minutes roughly of the movie. It was just like when I was on the toilet, yeah. I was pounding Pedialyte and like watching it's Three out of five boy movie, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, pretty good, not great. <sighs> the movie. When I'm shitting, I can't stand the feel of it dripping down my nutsack. God, that doesn't happen to me. You've never.
0: Well, I mean, would it splash back up to the nutsack? Yeah.
1: No, I know that.
0: No, it's never dripped from my
1: asshole down in my nutsack. I that's how gravity big, works. My nuts get wet three times when I'm shitting. Okay, so That's not normal. One, if it's a slightly filled bowl, too high filled bowl, sometimes the nuts dunk. This whole episode is going to be about shitting. I got big nuts and long nuts. Yeah. It actually makes my dick look smaller than it really is. Should have surgery, that <laughs> reduction. But the good news is, is when I sit my dick in you... You feel how big it is, and then you're like, "Oh shit, it's so good!" All right, let's try to talk about Doctor Sleep, Ballard. The other times that my nuts get wet, yeah, are when I when I shit. God, and it's like not big shits. Let me cross the line. We have we have enough here. Big shits are long, Felk. And so they take a long time to sink into the water. Like, uh, as Seinfeld says, like an old man uh, sitting into a bath. But, like, little tiny round shits, they're like bombs, like Pearl Harbor, like watching the Arizona get its back broken. Like, those ones fall. Okay. And when they fall, they splash. And those hit the back of my sack. But what I hate... Is when I'm diarrheing, and I can feel it like the like a nozzle or a faucet with someone with a thumb at the tip. Okay, this is I'm I'm a, yeah.
0: All right, I'm throwing I'm throwing in the towel. Cool boy nation, tell us what you <laughs> Wait, thought no, about Doctor no, Sleep.
1: No. I'm trying not to laugh because this is so funny. What I'm saying, sorry. And you have. You're just shitting, and you can feel it all over your butt cheeks. And then you can start to feel the drop run from your anus all the way down your tank and onto your back of your scrotum. And then all the way to the ball of your scrotum, where it's clearly hanging to its, you know, y-axis. All right. (laughs) Axis. And then it just can't go any further any direction, and it drops into the toilet. I've had that. I had that tonight while we recorded. And I can only assume some of that was blood.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. All right. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you thought about Dr. Sleep. And how many no, boys no. out of five you would give it by emailing no, us at the cool boys Podcast no, at gmail.com. No
1: no i have so much more to say about uh, doctors do you i'll never talk about it again because there's no reason it's not that good you're barely able to talk about it now
0: you're I, I i'm not i'm not doing this to be a dick i'm doing this as like like fucking you know rocky should have done to to, right, uh, hang on. to uh hang
1: on. let me get through let me get through some adonis
0: creed <laughs> or no some points apollo yeah, creed yeah, apollo yeah. creed it's like mick you're you can't a, record right, right now
1: towel, rock
0: you're rarely making sense and you're struggling to breathe Mike
1: Flanagan used a lot of his uh, his favorites in this
0: yes that's true
1: he used uh, Elliot from E.T.
0: and Bruce Greenwood
1: he used Gina Carano as uh, Rose the Hat nope no Gina Gershon no
0: it's Rebecca Ferguson that's it he's never worked with her before
1: who is the one he he used Bruce Greenwood um, is the other one. He's Bruce used. Greenwood. He used Lurch. The, lurch. He used the the fat dude with the beard with the deep Harvey Weinstein voice or Harvey Firestein voice. Okay. I liked how it was 1980 Florida, then 2011 New Jersey and New Hampshire. Yeah. In 2019, then New Hampshire and Iowa, by the way, if you were to cut out anything out of this movie, you can cut out all of 2011. No, it's important. That's how you find out where. If you wanted Danny's to shave off time, was. like you were talking about earlier about your two hour plus runtime, and plus I,
0: I think the time could have been uh, trimmed with the uh, true knots. We got more time than it was. Snakebite, Andy. We did not get. it. We got too much time we with her. Opening was true knots. Well, Yeah, the opening was true knots. Like it, they they established that they're bad a little too much. I was just like, I'm tired of finding of, of seeing them kill people. Like I get it. They're bad. Uh, and, like, Bite Andy didn't need her whole backstory or any of that. Uh, and and uh, them killing uh, Jacob Tremblay was a little over the top. True blood. Yeah, true nuts.
1: I liked when they killed Jacob Tremblay because when I saw him, I was like, oh, he's going to be a big character, huh? Oh, okay, so he's getting the Dakota Fanning treatment in Hound Dog.
0: Is that... No. <laughs>
1: The idea that, like, you're a big kid actor, so we can rape you or kill you on film, and you can handle it well enough, and your parents are cool enough with it.
0: Because you're stable enough as an actor?
1: Or something, I guess. Yeah, it, 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 was,
0: it was, I mean, it wasn't graphic, it but was him, him screaming it was, 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 up, was graphic. But you, you had to do something like that, because, like, look, you can't put uh, Rebecca Ferguson in, in a villainous role. And I'm just going to, like, be like,
1: I don't care. I want to fuck her. I, 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 I'd go with her. Rose the hat was uh was was a was cool character and uh shit man Rebecca Ferguson so hot this might be her second hottest role I've seen her in I, after I was, Rogue Nation
0: there was occasional times when her hotness was distracting like I, I just kept trying to look at her ass when, when she was wearing those yoga pants oh, dude
1: not even ass her tits looked amazing in those shirts.
0: yeah the, those too so like when she's you know going through the the whole mind meld thing when it's a trap to get Abra. Uh, yeah, she was wearing like very millennial yoga pants and and they were like, it was like distracting. So I was like, I just want to see her ass
1: fucking distracting. But, uh, yeah, she, you don't typically have,
0: uh, a super hot girl, be a, a villain and have it be like that fucked up of dark villain where she's like killing children. Typically hot girl villains are a little, uh, less morally.
1: Yeah, dark. two kids. She killed a girl named Violet. You're turning Violet, Violet. Yeah. And then she killed Jacob Tremblay's uh fucking I, I wrote his name down because I was like I when I saw his name later, I was shocked. His name is Bradley Trevor. No shit, you're gonna die, kid. Your fucking name's horrible. You got two first names and Trevor is not a last name. Well,
0: Jacob Tremblay's not that good a
1: name either. It's better name than fucking bradley trevor i don't know
0: bradley trevor's a bad name i mean is bradley cooper a bad name
1: no bradley cooper's fine that's
0: fine that's still two first names
1: i liked rose the hat as a name oh speaking of true since we're talking about them i liked snakebite andy as a good name grandpa flick felt that's you that's the uh, lurch guy right that dies and Mm -hmm. he shows us that that when they die, the True Knots die. They die a different way than the rest of us humans. Yeah. Which is a big deal for later in the movie because it turns the movie into like a PG-13 fucking Stephen King horror film all of a sudden for no reason. But I loved not only Rose the Hat's name, but Crow Daddy.
0: Yeah, he was a cool character, too. That's the main male villain, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, he was a good character. Uh, I, I I felt like his character was maybe... The more interesting character and a lot of his shit he did that was interesting happened like off camera, like the killing of Abra Stone, yes, yeah. dad. Like oh by the way, I mean I you get it really on. Do. I mean
0: you get the body, so you you get you get what happened. It's establishing it's I was, bad. That
1: that, that, yeah. that how, how he
0: got killed too was was cool. How uh crow daddy got killed because that, that was another X Meny thing where like she's passed out, but she has psychic abilities, and so does uh, Danny. So he just he he takes control of her and then has right causes the car to crash by using her ability to push, which he doesn't have, but she does.
1: Yeah, so. I I guess I I thought she had some kind of like skill set. She has su- she has like
0: telekine- telekinetics and Danny doesn't have telekinetics, but they so both she have.
1: Just, so she's a different yeah. type of mutant. That's, well, it's exactly
0: like how Charles, Charles Xavier has just telepathy, but his telepathy is extremely powerful. Well, Jean Grey has telepathy, but it's not as powerful as Professor X's, but she also has telekinetics and she can telekinesis and she can move stuff I in her mind.
1: her telepathic nature is more powerful than... Charles Xavier. Well, when Charles when, when the Phoenix has more yeah. control over his yeah, he has, has more control. control. Yeah,
0: exactly. She but she she's buried down the part that would make her more or, powerful. Or
1: he did it, and whatever version you're watching.
0: Our Dark Phoenix tends to focus more on the telekinesis than it does on the okay mind control. So,
1: it, Cr- Crow Daddy, though, yeah, he was a good character. uh I I liked his I liked his uh, story in his inclusion. In I liked how like he's the first person you see when Violet's about to die, and it's very lost world. Like it's like it's like the little girl Camilla Bell or whatever, and she's yeah, that, like, yeah It reminded me of bologna that baloney sandwich at the fucking Rose the Hat and Rose the Hat. Are is, you like, a bird? Are you about. hungry? Yeah, and you
0: just yeah. know like Bitch, this is gonna go wrong. Don't this isn't gonna go good. Don't talk to well, I mean, but that's the thing is that like if if any other character in that group, because uh, they didn't have snake bit and snake bite Andy yet, would have been like scary to a little girl. But Rebecca Ferguson's not scary to anybody.
1: No, she's too hot. And then my favorite part is when it edits to Ewan McGregor screaming in a subway as he's waiting for the subway train to show up as you know, it cuts on the little girl. Violet. No, dying.
0: that's that guy. you're talking about Lost World because it's terrible. Uh, I was so like, I, I don't remember
1: that scene. <laughs> so the story of Doctor Sleep, the title, the title, sir. Why, why, why? The fuck is this not called The Shining to The Shinning? Um, like this is this is called Doctor Sleep. I I took this as the ghost or not ghost the cat sequence when the old people are dying at the old folks home Yeah, that was every, kind of and the first guy too. calls him doc and then the, and then you flash forward from 2011 to 2019 yeah and the next guy's like referring to even mcgregor's character as doc as if it's like a nickname yeah he's dr sleep right
0: i i, I thought like did i miss it because they never call him dr sleep in the movie
1: they never called him it right no. yeah
0: no but i guess the idea is that he's god got a reputation that he can help people cross over to the other side peacefully because of his shining. And that's what okay. he's been doing at the rest home. And they I guess had nicknamed him Dr. Sleep, but other than calling him doc, which of course his mother also calls him uh in in the in the flashbacks. I like that they had stuff from the, shi- the like the shining era, like the like the immediately aftermath. They didn't and they didn't do face mapping probably because they don't they didn't have the money, so they just cast Henry Thomas and uh, some other chick who is a lot hotter than Shelley Duvall.
1: So no, no, yeah. What you're kind of like mentioning is like the, the the recasting, right? Yeah. So like, there's two things this movie did from the Shining, cult classic, theatrical film Kubrick made, right? And it's there's a recast and a recreation. Yeah. And so they recreate many moments from the, uh, the, the film, The Just, Shining. Yeah, the and way I they're shot. Everybody. Now, for me... Just two people. I thought the actress no, three who played Wendy Torrance, Shelly Duvall's role yeah. in this film, she sounded and did the terrible shelly duvall cry so well and did yeah. shelly duvall voice so well
0: she did an impersonation of shelly duvall and i feel like henry thomas was doing impersonation of jack nicholson this is not a very good impersonation they should have got christian slater
1: <gasps> they should have but i did think that like uh that the, that that was that was pretty amazing to me that like they 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 they, they they did a good job with the casting on that. And at one point, I thought to myself, is it possible?
0: Yeah, I found Henry Thomas that, less dist- distracting than Grand Moff Tarkin.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, for Wendy, the character of Wendy that Shelley played, like, I thought to myself, are they using Shelley Duvall's audio? No,
0: that was just the actress.
1: That was because, like, it was there moments where she was, like, running through the Danny. park. And she's like, Danny, don't ever run away from me. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that sounds so much like Shelly Duval. Well,
0: she's doing the,
1: the... <laughs> And think about the recreation and, and the recast at the same time. The scene where um uh it shows like I, I can't remember, I think it's like Danny and he's like having flashbacks as he's walking up to the door, the red rum door that's been axed in by his dad Jack, Jack Nicholson. And um it cuts to all of a sudden the flashback. To when uh, Wendy is being attacked by Jack in the Shiny film, and it's the exact same framing, but it's the actress that's not uh, Shelley Duvall. It's uh, I think I have her name right here. Um, the actress that plays Shelley Duvall in Doctor Sleep is i don't have her name here oh alex so yeah 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 she's she's from
0: the movie the cult hit Star guys
1: well she she looks very like the role of shelly Duvall, the part and um but elliot elliot thomas or henry thomas elliot thomas
0: yeah you're
1: killing him yeah you're killing he
0: Used to go to a bar in Silver Lake, like he all the time. He came to me. Did you see? Were you there that night? We went to Bigfoot's Lounge, and he, and he was there. He came
1: to me. He I came to me. Felt no. I, oh yeah, I was there. I think I won. I won. I won the bingo night. Was
0: Henry Thomas there that night?
1: I think so. I think that's right. That's, I, I got pretty drunk that night, but I, I was excited because I, I won a bingo. Yeah, an Nigger. Nigger Meister, uh Meister bucket, and felt. You want to see it here?
0: Look. No, dude, don't move around right now. I might lose him again. No, he's made it back. Jesus, you have the bucket, too?
1: There it is. You have the
0: bucket, too. You kept the bucket and everything. The
1: whole bucket, everything. I don't remember what was in there. What, what all did you I want, win? I won a shirt. I won a washcloth towel. I won I won Jägermeister bottle openers and Jägermeister lanyards and... All kinds of shirts. I remember I put on one of the the extra tiny, extra small girl shirts. We went to the 7-Eleven.
0: Yeah, you got called a fag.
1: And there was that guy that jumped out of his car, ran to the 7-Eleven, and then screamed. And I'm not being mean. This is literally what I was called. He sprinted into the 7-Eleven in front of the cashier, because I was in front of the cashier. And he looked at me dead in the face, and he was less than an inch in front of my face. And he screamed from a squatting ish position Attack into my position. face fag yep. then he smiled and then he ran off to the beer section and you and Corey were somewhere behind me at the time yeah
0: i can't confirm this happened uh because i didn't see it but i believe it because i saw the guy and he seemed like the type homophobia is real
1: Oh, God damn it. I just.
0: What are you doing? (laughs) Just
1: dropped. Trying to smoke a joint.
0: Is that good for you right now? (laughs) I think I think you're sedated.
1: I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm hoping this joint will at least force like more of this mushroom shit out of my asshole.
0: Yeah, cigarettes kind of can help that. Oh my God, we're in the show topic, right? Yeah, we've been. We're. We would, we're, we're I, I hope we're wrapping up. I mean, we're down to uh, Stone's a looker. What does oh, that mean? Yeah.
1: So Aberstone, she's a looker. That's her power. That's what the, uh, that's what the uh, Rose the Hat says. When they're killing Jacob Trembley, she notices Bradley Trevor. She notices someone's watching them like a couple times, but it wasn't until when Abra. Abracadabra. That's I couldn't stand that.
0: Oh. Yeah, that was a Stephen King thing. Stupid first names. Although, to be fair, there there are go- gotta be, like, fucking Gen Z kids of Millennials who are named Abra. Wow. Zendaya, wait, wait, wait. fucking Zendaya's real name is apparently Zendaya. I mean, like, and, and her character from goddamn, uh, that, that HBO show, Euphoria. That's heavy show? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Rue, and I'm like, yep, there's fucking teenagers now called Rue. Groot. (laughs) Rue. Like Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls. But it's come back. So cool. Uh, It's
1: really cool now. This Um, is my baby, Esther. So, what was I saying?
0: You're talking about you hated the name Abra, I think. That's the last thing we were talking about.
1: Oh, no, yeah. So then Rose is like telling later when they're burying Jacob Tremblay, she's telling uh, Crow Daddy. Oh, dude how many people are named crowdaddy and these like crazy orgies
0: probably not I mean Crow Daddy's not that un- unusual daddy is a is a common uh, name in, in the sm world what's
1: your daddy what's your daddy name
0: no I don't I don't do that
1: oh dude I want to be I'll be trash daddy <laughs>
0: that's a horrible one that's not it's usually something like rope daddy or
1: Tree Daddy, uh,
0: Flog Daddy. It, no, it's usually like related to a skill. Tree Daddy wouldn't be right. You don't really use what about treason.
1: Save Daddy,
0: Save Price Daddy. Price Daddy sounds like a, a website that gets you prices.
1: Bat Daddy.
0: That's that that doesn't, that sounds like a actual father, of someone who's into Batman, maybe.
1: Spirit Daddy. All right, I think
0: uh, let's move on to Dick Halloran.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, a looker. So she says to Crow Daddy, she's all like, oh, I think we had a looker. And I was like, oh, is she just saying that because, like, it's peeping Tom in their world, quote unquote? Or is that like a phrase for a type of person that can, like, jump miles, hundreds and hundreds of miles? <laughs> The like view, at, like on the astral plane. What do you think?
0: I think that's what that meant. That she she has Didn't the ability. Like to- the
1: astro- I loved when uh, you saw uh, Rebecca Ferguson yeah. astral plane. Yeah, that that, 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 that reminded me of
0: the X Men. That was just like that. That's just like. uh uh, but you've
1: never seen anything like that in the X Men movies. Kind,
0: uh, Cerebro kind of has that effect where he's like floating through the world, except that yeah. Like,
1: but you're never like supermaning it on like a meta level because
0: that would have been too much. That would have been stealing the. Th- then people would think he was actually flying. It, it, in a slightly different franchise, uh, you could you they they kind of made it clear what was going on there when she gets sucked you know back into her own like body, but then her hand's still fucked up.
1: That felt like to me, like Legion. Yeah.
0: Well, there was a lot of Ruby references. I think that's how that show is pronounced. R-W-B-Y. That fucking anime. That's. What, right? That was. She had a po. The Abra had a poster and then had a figurine of the, the main character from the, the anime. I think it's pronounced Ruby. Uh, oh, and and that's who was she was dressed
1: character. as.
0: That's who she was dressed a- as when they were doing uh, the. Oh, she was like
1: in her astral plane. Show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that That's an actual show.
1: When she gloves, de-gloves? Kind of de-gloves her, yeah. D gloves that's what it is, okay. So um, speaking while we're at uh, talking about recast and recreation, um, I liked how not only we get a, a recreation of Jack with uh, Elliot, we had Wendy, uh, we also had obviously a new boy playing Danny. By the way, my wife was like, this little boy has nothing on The Shining's Danny um i thought he would fine shining, for for what the he shines danny yeah but the Shining's danny's like pretty good um you also had a, a a recreation of the grady family
0: yeah you i mean they recreated all the ghosts at the end so i mean i guess those are yeah, all time i like how they castings. did
1: grady i like i like that i like grady grady's a cool ghost in the shining yeah he, he's, he's like your first real ghost that you realize that when, when you find out he's a ghost, you realize that there's something really sinful going on. Because the other ghost is um, the bartender. That's like your first ghost, really. If you don't count 237. He's just a and, and But like, when you get to Grady, you're kind of like, oh, all right. like These ghosts are kind of fucked up, huh?
0: Some of them are. I mean, some of them are probably just dudes who like blowing out dudes all dressed as fucking bears. What's wrong with that? Morally speaking, nothing awesome is-
1: would be to be part of like like a, like a, like a, it's essentially like a dinner murder party except for ghosts. And they're constantly like like someone is like, who gets to be the bear tonight? Who gets to get blown tonight? And they're just getting like, you know, ghosts are like me, me. And they have to do a raffle. Dave, you get to be the bear and Alvin. You get to be the dude getting sucked off. But Alvin's it, all like, "Woo!" and then yeah. Dave's always like, "Alvin." Did you like when
0: the ghosts all appeared at the end and ate Rebecca Ferguson, sort of?
1: Yeah. So I was, I wasn't certain at the end if somehow Rebecca Ferguson survived that. No. And she had uh, possessed Danny. Or if it was truly the house had possessed Danny and I guess it was the house possessed Danny right The
0: house now? possessed Danny, but he wait, does Danny Danny yeah dies, blow he blows up. But he's still a yeah, ghost. Danny
1: dies. Danny dies, but he comes back
0: as a good ghost. Brr, excuse me. It's okay.
1: Danny dies uh but comes back um at the uh, as a ghost at yeah. the end. Yeah. And no and he also comes back as himself. Just as the house is about to turn off the boiler, then Danny stops the house from doing that as himself.
0: The, but the house blows up. It does blow up.
1: Right, because Danny stops it. Because the house went down to the boiler because because Abra says to the house in Danny's body, she says, Danny, first thing he did when he got here is he went to the boiler. Yeah, room. yeah, I and remember that's that. that's when the house is all like, oh, shit. And then it runs down to the boiler room. And it's about to depressurize the house the boiler yeah that's You're, when danny takes over the body and says no house i'm not gonna let you yeah he doesn't he doesn't say no house i'm not gonna let you but i wish he did and that's kind of honoring the original ending of the shining from the books, yeah it blows right? up
0: yeah because it blows up in the originals that's that's the difference in, the, from in the, the boiler right in the book doctor sleep the fight is at like the blown up ruins of the overlook hotel so is it's it really yeah it's from
1: 2013 the books from 2013
0: yeah so i mean it's it's still like parts of it are there and the ghosts are still there but the actual structure is blown up because he had to deal with that continuity but then obviously the movie wants to have continuity with the movie the shining so he has to treat it as though the uh it's still there uh it doesn't really make sense why it would be like condemned or anything because all that happens is for, as far as anyone knows is jack nicholson went crazy and tried to kill his wife right. and child
1: and after the grady family yeah killed his two twins yeah but they kept it open wife, they kept it open yeah
0: so that it, it it didn't really make sense that it would be abandoned but i i mean they couldn't do it like it was still a functioning hotel uh filled with people yeah. so that wouldn't work either uh right so i mean it it, it it went fine. And, you know, the end when, when they got to the ending and they started re- recreating the shots where I liked Rebecca Ferguson doing the, the Jack Nicholson hands while walking up the stairs in the same up way. The
1: stairs, yeah.
0: Uh, I thought the shot where like she sees the fucking blood and then just like smirks and like, ah, I like this. And just keeps walking. I thought That's that was that. like, I was, I was just like, oh, she's so hot. She's so attractive.
1: She's so hot. I liked the stairway scene. Cause so yeah, there's lots of the recreation scenes, right? Where like, you have Danny marching through the hallways after Abra the same way Jack's marching through the hallways after after Danny. You have similar scenes of of Rose the Hat chasing after Abra through the maze similar to the way Jack chases Danny through the maze in The Shining. Right, you have all these recreations, but the stairway scene I liked a lot because I think there's something there and I'm I felt like shit watching it and I don't have time to like decipher this, but like I like the way that in that stairwell scene, in The Shining, it's it's Jack asking Wendy to give me the bat. Yeah. Give me the bat, Wendy. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. And then it's like the Homer version kicks into my head and I can't stop. It goes, give me the bat. Yeah. Like, I can't help that, right? But, like, I have that f- watching that in my head. And then watching this version, it's, it's Rose is offering immortality. So pretty hard to turn her down. You have Jack essentially requesting and demanding something from somebody the villain and you have Rose the villain from the asking from the protagonist can I give you something? Yeah. Let, let me give you something. Let me offer you something. And I like how there's that dichotomy when you kind of juxtapose the two sequences that like and that's kind of constant throughout, right? Like even Uh, uh, the way the whole scene breaks down like in the original The Shining you start off in the hotel and then you work your way out into the maze and then this version when the third act starts with the protagonist antagonists you have uh, the adult protagonist and the child protagonist versus the antagonist in both versions of the film and in the the Doctor Sleep you have uh, it beginning in the maze rather than ending in the maze you have Rose meeting the child in the maze um, and so it's kind of cool how Mike Flanagan did that. I like that a lot, like how he kind of bounced it off each other. Um, when I was telling the kids on Sunday, we were watching The Shining. Um, Emma and I were... Uh, my daughter got really excited. My son didn't care so much. But my my daughter got really excited. She's like, what is that? Is they didn't that, is see that the movie. movie.
0: They didn't see it, did they?
1: They have not seen it. So one of the things they had seen, though, because yeah. they've already have watched these two prior to that, was... Um, they had already seen Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 5. Sure. And and they had already seen um, Ready Player One. So we threw it oh, on okay. for them. So we, we put on Ready Player One and we watched the sequences with the bath ghost and the blood in the elevator and um, hmm. the whole maze, snow, death sequence. And then we threw on uh, Simpsons Seinfeld. We threw on Simpsons and uh, we watched the whole first of the three stories for Treehouse of Horror 5, which is the, yeah, the shitting. shitting. And the kids remember those. That's Willie's like time. Kids. Yeah, yeah, that's Willie's time. So we watched those, the kids, and they laughed and watched them, enjoyed them because they like both the movie and the TV show, uh, Simpsons, especially the Treehouse of Horrors, because we watch those every year. Um, and that was fun. And so we kind of. We're like, that's what mommy and dad are watching, except we're watching the other version. And I've told my daughter, The Shining is going to be one of the films she gets to watch as her introductory horror films. She gets to watch The Shining, and she gets to watch uh, Halloween. Ah. Those are like... Those are her back-to-back double feature. Here's your first entry into R-rated horror. Yeah. Um So... Uh, I kind of it's went back movies. and watched those. And I liked... How um Spielberg, I guess, hit it more on the head on what's the most referential moment. It's the bathtub ghost because all Dr. Sleep did was is, is is throw the bathtub ghost in front of our faces the entire time to the point where I was like, spooky bathtub ghost, you seriously need to get a job. Like all you're doing, is constantly chilling in the bathtub, yeah. upsetting little baby Danny until the point where he locks you up in a basket. As soon as you get out, you become the most powerful ghost. You even, like, take over Abra's life until the point where Abra has to, like, lock you in her own little box, essentially. Like, that's how the movie ends. Like, bathtub yeah. ghost, what is she doing? And here's what's weird. Um, In all of the funny moments... In, uh, and like shining pop culture lore, recreationism, you have people always doing the ghost part of the bathtub ghost, right? The gross old lady part. Yeah, no one ever
0: does well, you can't because you can't do a hot naked woman without Spielberg
1: a ghost. Gilbert did, yeah, he did. That's true. Ready Player One. And what's great about what he did is rewatching the shining.
0: Except he, that that scene's horrible, by the way, with, with the fucking cuts, vocal shifted uh, black woman like voicing the big yeah, ogre. He's like, itch. "You poking me right now? Hey, naked lady, I don't know what's going on right now." I, I, hated, I, that that I hated that dialogue. I hate that scene. Well,
1: what I love what Spielberg does is he shows you the young woman. And he shows you the turn to the ugly ghost woman, that yeah. old r- rotten. Yeah, but the, he
0: does it as like a, a, a CG fucking like Lord of the Rings monster where she goes giant. Like this movie, Eventually, at least doctor but he S-
1: keeps it very, close. He keeps it's, it very it's, close.
0: It's clearly CG, though. Dr. Sleep actually looked like it was like good prosthetics and it looked like a disgusting, you know, uh, uh, decaying. Corpse, which was much more effective than what Ready Player One was able to do with its PG thirteen rating. Yeah,
1: I get, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, definitely. Doctor Sleep handled it, I think, better. But
0: isn't she like <laughs> laughing in fucking Ready Player One? She's like, yeah, Like got fucking. She kind
1: of like a Halloween ghost or Halloween merch. Never witch. ever really did the uh, um, the the hot chick though. No,
0: it didn't. I, and yeah, it would have been nice to see. A, it's always nice to see a naked lady, a hot one. Yeah. We didn't get that. God damn. Whoever gets Rebecca Ferguson naked.
1: Dude, her, her, side her tent. body looks amazing under, I don't care how many layers you give her. Eh. She looks amazing under her body. Her,
0: her, her, uh, rogue nation, not rogue nation. Uh, under
1: her body. Is it rogue I mean, nation? her what, clothes. Side, side tent? No, rogue. Yeah. Wait. What's, oh yeah. What's the, f- yeah. What's the fourth and one? She's, yeah, Rogue Nation, no, Rogue Nation, she's... It's after the it's after the underwater scene. Oh, Ghost Protocol, the,
0: Rogue the Nation, scene. Fallout. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Rogue Nation, you're right, it was Rogue Nation. Oh, those tits are good. She's so good in that. I've shown my daughter um, the <laughs> jump tits. into the water and all the way to the end of the motorcycle chase, and so she's seen the tit scene, and it makes my daughter go crazy. She loves... Anytime my daughter sees sultriness... Huh. At all in any form or fashion on film. Whether it's like kissing that as a kid. I would have covered up with my my hands over my eyes. She's just like. Really? Yes. Like when I sell a movie to her. I'll have to be like. I can tell her. The entire plot of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then she goes. Is there kissing? And I'll go. Yes or no. And that will make or break. Whether she wants to see that movie from that point on. Well that's. Okay. Well, like I described Ferris Bueller. To both my daughter and my son. And I got my son on board. But then I described to my daughter. And she goes, is there kissing? I went, oh, yes. And she was like, okay, I'm in. Wait, what movie? Ferris Bueller? Ferris Bueller, yeah. I got him into Goonies because I described Goonies to them. And then I nailed it at the end with the cherry on top for my daughter. I went, and plus, there's a couple kiss scenes. And she's like, yeah, I'm in. That's still going. Speaking of kissing, as a boy watching The Shining, I... uh, I loved seeing Scatman Crothers. Since you were about uh, Dick Halloran's um black women nude black women poster. Oh in yeah, the that's bedroom.
0: I mean I, I I kind of I mean I am I'm, I'm white, but I've that's tried really to do the white time. person
1: version of that like that
0: level of fucking sexuality in your bedroom in terms of art. Cuz I uh, mean that 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 shows the, that that just shows that's a man. That's a real man has that kind of poster up.
1: I love that stuff and I I love the one over the bed. More than I love the one over the TV because the one over the bed is kind of like when she's like kind of squatting or not squatting, but she's kind of like sitting on her legs, sitting down on her butt on her ankles. Like, oh, so good. Um, I like that. Uh, The Simpsons did that joke. And when my wife and I saw The Simpsons one, I pointed out, I'm like, notice that you see that? Like, and she's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? Uh, you I, You lost me here. Oh, Willie. Willie has Scottish women. Oh, does he? I didn't above, guess that. Yeah, I never, I've never caught that. Dead, yeah, same way. Oh. So anyways, um, uh, so Scatman Crothers obviously is a big deal because he's, he's the guy that started off, I remember as a boy, my friend Justin was like, totally different Justin, than Justin is hard, um... Uh, he was telling me, like, you know, Scatman Crothers this and Scatman Crothers that because it was, he was so excited about uh, us watching The Shining when we first saw it because I saw it with him first. And, and, uh, yeah, and like, I loved his character in it to the point where, like, when he's, you know, charging into battle in his little snow cat and he's riding up to Overlook Hotel in The Shining, he's like, I'm going to go save the day. And then all of a sudden, he just gets an axe in the chest and he's dead. It's such a great turn. It's such a great subversion of expectations. It not is like some Ryan Johnson crap. No, because like, there's still a conclusion real.
0: after that. that's satisfying.
1: It's so fucked up. It totally fucks you up as a kid. You're like, okay, so the hero doesn't exist and you're left on your own to figure it out for yourself. Like it's, it's very sobering moment in the movie. It's also sobering moment as a child watching a movie like that. Um, but Scott McCallum was important to me. I thought Carl Lumby though did a great job of continuing the character of Dick Halloran. You no, know,
0: I, I would if I didn't know better, I wouldn't know that that was a different actor, which possibly makes me racist. But like he seemed like he looked enough like him, but more importantly, he had the uh, he had the vocals down. He had the mannerisms down. He sounded like him the way he, way he would, you know, he, he, would, he would explain things to Danny. And I like that he, oh. he he effectively like that's a force ghost teaching you a new use of the force that he has the, you know, the coffins that he can seal things up. in.
1: You just sent in uh, our little thread here. Yeah. Of Rebecca Ferguson, jiff of her taking her little top off after saving Tom Cruise. And she's just wearing the fat panties. Yeah. And her back titties all out. And then just
0: uh, assorted images of Rebecca Ferguson
1: she oh my god so i think i'm not mistaken i think rebecca ferguson is on my list of one of the ones that if and if you can hear this rebecca i'm sure i, I would not
0: try to use this as the episode to try and get rebecca ferguson to fuck
1: rebecca, you i'm sure you're excited my voice my sexy deep man voice i'm sure you're excited talked about you shitting into banging. a bathtub
0: <laughs> all episode
1: Oh my God! If I go left, I just see Alexandra Daddario and her hot sexiness. Oh my God! What's that? Oh, it's just. Oh yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Alexandra Daddario. I haven't told my wife yet, but you're on my top five. If I bump into you, we can do it. Yay! What all women
0: in your top five?
1: There's like a hundred. I know. <laughs> you Just hope she doesn't remember. Just keep it. Yeah, it just cycles. It's constantly fluid and fluid. Like so, no, no. You can't. you
0: you, re- you removed Holly Berry to put uh, Rebecca Ferguson on the list. So not not Holly Berry. Holly Berry was always yeah. on my
1: list. You can't pin me down, Felk. You can't pin me down. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. So I think we did the whole show. So a couple Easter eggs. I I'm sure there's like a thousand Easter eggs. There's a and lot. This yeah. This is totally pointless to even mention this because someone else has done a YouTube video that's better. Yeah. But there's two things I noticed. One, Bruce Greenwood's office in 2011 is identical to um, yeah, it's pretty obvious. the uh, hotel manager's office that Jack Torrance goes into for his interview.
0: Yes, it looks exact. It's it shot the exact same. It has the same fade at the end while he's still talking. It has,
1: it has the exact same um, design, like like uh, set design, like exact. Yeah, it's like intentional. Exact. Yeah, they meant to do that. I hated that.
0: Oh, really? You thought that was too over the
1: top? Yeah, it was way too over the top. Because when you see it in the movie, it's one of the things that's famous about that movie. It's like, as you're walking through the hotel, there's certain turns and certain rooms that don't make sense. One of the first times you ever encounter that is in early on in the film. Because before he becomes the caretaker, he gets the job. Jack Torrance says, you know, I'm going to go up to this hotel. And it cuts to interview. And then he walks through the hotel and... And when he's walking in the hotel, he's walking towards this giant grand hall with these elevators at the back. And you're going towards these elevators in the back. And all of a sudden, you cut to the left of the elevators and you go right behind the elevators. And there's a office with a window. And based on kind of where you're in the hotel, there really shouldn't be a window there. No, Nor should there be a room there. It's kind of like that would be where like an elevator shaft would be or an elevator maintenance would be there. So you're kind of immediately thrown off, and I, that's on purpose. Kubrick's doing this all on purpose because yeah, he recreated the Overlook Hotel. There's like a, a, a,
0: a scene where like a chair is in, in the background of some shots with uh, Shelley Duvall, and then it's it's missing. Other times, and it's like that's a weird right. like mistake or something. And even like the, the helicopter all- in the beginning is like uh, like some kind of weird
1: intentional thing he did. I forget what it is. Though. Right. So a lot of that is okay. So he filmed in Oregon. At the uh, Timberline Lodge, and he made that the Overlook Hotel, which is supposed to feel like Colorado. It's all in Oregon, right? Yeah. And he filmed this, the, 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 the aerial shot folks referencing or talking about those opening shots. A lot of them banked. In, in weird ways, and yeah. So I think, right. So that's kind of what you're talking about. So and the way Mike Flanagan
0: recreated those was shooting uh, high enough resolution with drones that he could digitally tilt. I think that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Right. So that's another Easter egg uh, I was going to get into after the uh, uh, Bruce Green was office, but just to finish that up, uh, Bruce Green was office. So yeah. So um, uh, Spielberg, not Spielberg, sorry, Kubrick uh, built uh, uh, all of this Overlook Hotel, which is, again it was the Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Uh, he built this in England. He recreated it. And so he made it specifically like he designed the the floor plan of this hotel to not make sense. So you felt psycho in your claustrophobic like uh, 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 nature of, of, of watching this film back. You're kind of just like, oh, this doesn't feel right, but I'm trapped in this space. Um, even the exteriors of the hotel, every exterior of the hotel – except for the wides the helicopter wides exteriors um and the pulling up in the beginning those are all actual recreations of the exterior of the timberline lodge in england he rebuilt the entire outside of the hotel with an interior attached to it that you could go in and out of no it was Um, a
0: lot of work for 30 minutes of the movie
1: it, I mean, well, it's, it's There's a lot. There's a lot of the movie. Yeah, that's 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 not that. But like, you do have these scenes where you see like Danny and Wendy running around in the the summer or the fall time before the winter when uh, snows show up, and you have like this like you know them running around a fake set like a fake you know Overlook Hotel. It it's uh it's fascinating. The whole section. With the maze later on when they open the door yeah um that's fantastic and so you have this recreation of that whole open um in dr sleep and i love that i love the way they did that like it's almost identical to the uh drive up on tuesday or whatever it's called um when he goes up with Jack Torrance, goes with Danny and Wendy, you get Danny just doing that same drive. The same, like, you know, cuts from passing by the uh, yeah. the island with a few trees on it. What about banking. Grandpa? <laughs> yeah, Grandpa. <laughs> then no one drives back for Grandpa. And uh, and then you have immediately the shot of the car going through the tunnel. on oh, Grandpa. I thought they just digitally redid the opening of The Shining. So I guess. No, I think they, they reshot it. it. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is impressive. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, the craftsmanship's there. I wish it had been filmed a little bit more, uh, cinematically. Cause like, like I said, it felt like Netflix, it, it had Netflix framing. It's all about the framing really. The color palette was right. The depth of field was right, but you, you frame too close and that is how Kubrick did it. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's just that tra- with, with, with the, uh, more desaturated color palette that this movie had. Uh, it just, it, it felt Netflixy. It, it felt like, a the whatever that ghost show, Haunting of Hill House, was uh, whereas uh, I wish the color palette was more like Kubrick's, but that would just read
1: stupid now, I think. Yeah,
0: all right, I think we're good,
1: right? Yeah, so what would you rank these? Uh, I guess that's the stupidest fucking question.
0: I would rank The Shining and then Doctor Sleep as number two.
1: So for me, I, I would go the other way, but it's the same. Because, you want it? let's, ha- let's okay. do the the,
0: t- the TV series too with the uh, the guy from Wings.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about that earlier, though. I mean,
0: we, we did, we did, but we, we, we did enough to, that we could throw it in there. It is a movie in okay. the Shining franchise.
1: Real quickly, what's your rating of the TV series, the miniseries? Two. I give it one. I
0: give it two, just because I, I when I watched it as a teenager, I thought like, oh, it's cool to be, get like the full story. The full story is not better, and the actors. All right, not so
1: better. start with your worst and and wake your way to your best. What is your ranking? I
0: rank the TV series of The Shining, then Doctor Sleep, then of course The Shining.
1: How dare you? Could it? You possibly have a different rating? No, it just sounded like you stole my idea. Uh, I did. Yeah, so mine's the same. Yeah. What if you find out that you've always had food poisoning?
0: And this is you getting healthy.
1: What do you mean? Like, I'm just going through this pain now? No, I'm saying like, better. No, like, like, uh, like,
0: like that's, Superman, that's the, like, like that's Superman the shop. Really yeah, that's really the sh- or Or more like Spider-Man. It's how Spider-Man like falls fall over on his bed and then he wakes up all ripped. What if you wake up all ripped tomorrow?
1: I think the lesson here <laughs> is backup burritos are not necessarily the thing you should be getting. Well,
0: maybe you're becoming burrito man. Or backup man,
1: backup man would
0: be okay. That'd be like a D tier, Jack Kirby creation.
1: All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. If this is a battle between my in- all of our servers intestine. are down and we didn't back up, backup man is here. Backup man. If this is a battle between me and my intestines, I'm pop- going to tell my intestines this: I'm never giving up backup burgers. Okay. N- never giving that up. So they're going to have to learn. To Is that
0: why it. you had a burger in your car when we met Dave Navarro and you were like, I have a McDonald's burger in my car. I could give it to him.
1: I've always, I've always done backup burgers. Mayo yeah. doesn't keep, when you keep in the burger, bur-
0: burgers don't keep forever. Beef, you can't just leave it in your car for six hours.
1: Burgers keep a lot longer than you think. <laughs> I think you're testing your own hypothesis
0: currently on how far things keep. No. I would not think w- that... Uh, 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 so you, you say that this backup burrito, which had sour cream on it, which was in your car for 20 minutes. I'm guessing it was more like 40 and you just lost track of time because you always say like, oh, we've only been recording for 45 minutes. We are recording for 90 minutes. How dare you? How long do you think we've been recording tonight? Uh, two hours. We're at 151, but you, you, you only went over because I made a point of it. You would have probably Maybe. guessed one hour if you if you if you weren't having this conversation. But my point is is that your twenty minutes might be more like thirty minutes, and thirty minutes is no. You don't need a fucking Taco Bell burrito with sour cream on it after thirty minutes in a hot car.
1: Yeah. Honestly, my mouth is getting that incredibly sour feeling. All right. If
0: he doesn't get, Ballard just ran off for the third time tonight. uh I'm going to read the credits and uh, do the outro myself. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you thought about Dr. Sleep and how many boys out of five you would give it by emailing us at Podcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out every week if Ballard survives till next week but usually on Tuesdays, except the last one, which came out on Wednesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. And please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Shine on, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Shinezies from Grandpa Flick Felk. And uh, Ballard was saying that Shinesies from Billy Freeman Ballard. You
1: are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump.
0: Oh, yeah. So cool.
1: Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. It, damn cellar. get out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Okay. We're in the easter egg so, now, I read the credits. You stopped the recording? No, I'm still recording. But that's...
1: Spiesies from... No, it's Shinesies. Yeah. It's Shinesies from Billy Freeman Ballard. Are you Billy Freeman Felk? No, I'm Grandpa Flick Felk. Oh yeah, Grandpa... Grandpa Flick
0: Felk. I already did that part. You know...
1: The reason this all happened... It's because you have to go on a trip tomorrow. So we couldn't postpone this. Yeah. I know. Oh, I also thought it'd be more
0: interesting. I mean, this has gotta be one of our more memorable episodes, frankly.
1: I, I doubt that. This is
0: a throwaway. No, this isn't this is not like when you're Driving in a car and you're just like slightly less interested. Uh, this is uh, you struggling to try and talk about a movie because you always have stuff to say about movies, but you're also dying. Uh, and struggles are more interesting, they have more emotion. There's emotional resonance here. This is this is you're like Jason Robert's in fucking Magnolia.
1: No, no, this is not that no. like
0: that, that reel of performance.
1: This is. This is a idiot Who should have just simply said I can't tonight I'm sorry I didn't know how,
0: what state you were in until you started Talking and we were, I was just like oh wow I don't know if we can do an episode tonight And that's when I suggested other nights We could do this episode
1: I have I, As soon as I get This shit out I didn't think it was this bad <laughs> I will fall asleep tonight And then I'm done. Okay,
0: you're not gonna die, are you?
1: No, no, no.
0: Get some cool cool boys. boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So serious.